Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of my guest today. This interview that I recorded with a very good friend of mine by the name of Mike Watkin, it goes through his early career in musical theatre uh, as a sound technician, leading up to him getting a break into the entertainment industry. It then leads on to his career in the BBC, but that is in part two. This is part one, and I think you're going to enjoy the anecdotes that he does share with us. I am definitely going to have him back on. Remember, if you would like to see more of this kind of content, let me know down in the comments and I'll be happy to oblige. Without further ado, my guest today is Mike Watkin. What were you trained at before? Um... Well, uh, I was an electrician. So you were an electrician, yeah. And um, got involved in a local theatre in Plymouth. Yeah. And sort of did a lot of electrical work for lighting. Yeah. And then sort of set up a lighting board because they wanted touring shows to come in. Mm-hmm. So it had to sort of cut the mustard. Yeah. And... Um, they haven't got any lighting working and mm. a, a decent lighting operative. Yeah. Uh, they said, would you now design us a big sound system? Okay. Because um, rock and roll, you know, with banks of black speakers on either side of the stage. Yeah, the towers. And then all of a sudden you had sort of like Jesus Christ Superstar with big PA systems. Yeah. And uh, so they wanted similar... Okay. Sorry, uh, excuse me. I've I've always sorry. We've got we've always got the problem of Loki. Is, he he wants to be the star of the show, and he always does distracting things. It's kind of his thing. It's kind of his cameo thing. So sorry, as you were saying. Um, so I went on to design a a sound system, which was sort of half built in. Yeah, and then um, we they designed the show at the theatre, and they said we want to put this on the road. Yeah. Can we have the sound system go with the show? Oh. And I said, well, not really, because all the cables are buried under concrete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might need some new cables. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I designed a sort of sound system to tour. Okay. And um, I must admit, a lot of this I was sort of picking up from then, you know, people like uh, Britannia Row, yeah. um, Pink Floyd sound system and the Who sound system and that yeah. sort of thing. Okay. And um, just asking them questions. You know. Really? How do you do this? How do you do that? Why, how do you get this to work? Why, why do you do this? You so, know. This is, so this is must, must have been fun research mm. to do. Um, I mean, is that because, is that because I, you know, um, because they, would they come into as new stuff and go new, backstage? Yeah, I'd make a nuisance of myself, basically. Right, okay. But as a, so and you managed to actually get to the yeah, backstage they, area, though? They, they gave me a lot of information just to get me out the bloody way, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Get rid of it, you know. That's a hustle, though, that is. Though, it, yeah. yeah. And um, it just sort of, you know, I got more and more knowledge. And um, so, um, where can I go from there? I mean, yeah. I toured um, uh, Roxy Music. Roxy Music. But this is... Oh, so, let's just break up. So, you got the, your information 
for the theatre, mm-hmm. musical theatre, you were kind of like, did your research and everything like that. This is all before the BBC stuff, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So, so then you went on tour. So you had touring experience before you actually made that uh, made that jump to the BBC. Yeah, uh, several tours and um, a West End residency as well. Okay, and which um, theatre? Well, I did um, Her Majesty's, which was uh, Bugsy Malone. Oh, really? Bugsy Malone? Yeah. Excellent. And um, Song and Dance, that was at the Cambridge. Okay. And that's exactly oh, what it Cambridge, was, yeah. um, Song in the first half and Wayne Sleep in the second half. Well, the star. And um, very talented, very nice, but very boring to work on. Okay, yeah. Well, it's not rock and roll, is it? You no. know, it's musical theatre. It's. Um, I'm sure there was some. I'm sure there was some ups and downs with it all, though. Yeah, working in entertainment and everything. Well, that's it. Yeah, but um, so you did all those. Did all that, and it sort of culminated again going back to the theatre in Plymouth. Yeah, having done a tour. Yeah, because they rent me out. If you see what I mean. Well, you're freelance, aren't you, yeah. for this kind of stuff? And um, then Danny LaRouche appeared. Oh. And they were with us for a week. And on the very first day, the, the sound man fell over and broke his leg. Oh, flipping heck. Unloading the, the lorry, you see. Right. And um, <clears throat> have we got anybody that knows anything about sound? And they all pointed at me. Oh, my God. Right and, place, um, right time. That's, that's, that's a bit of destiny. So I was out on stage. Um, this is a rehearsal. No, mm. no, no audience. I'm on stage and I'm coiling up a microphone cable. Yeah. So, you know, when they pick a microphone up, it all leads out and doesn't tie, yeah. tie in a knot. Yeah. And um, so there's a microphone cable and I'm bending and I'm coiling it like this and all of a sudden this hand alighted on my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, I thought. Stood up and was just about lamping one, you see, when I suddenly said, Ah, oh, Mr. Roo. <laughs> so, your first experience of, well, of, of Danny LaRue was his yeah. hand on your bottom. Like that, you see. Nice. And, uh, oh, so, oh. we got through the week. <laughs> I did it. These 70s and 80s performers, didn't they? Got uh, <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got through the week and. Um, I thought, well, that's it. It all kind of moved on, you know. Yeah. I thought, well, what an experience. Yeah. And uh, they got as far as Bristol, uh, the Colston Hall, I think. Yeah. And uh, the phone rang and they said um, the replacement sound man wasn't up to it. Right? Oh, OK. Very impressed with me. Would I go up to Bristol? There you go. And um, so I was dispatched to Bristol. Yeah. And uh, I drove up there, didn't have a clue what to expect. no. And, of course, the opening night, no rehearsal, just went into it cold. Right. So I'm sitting there with this big multi-channel mixer. Yeah. And they put me in the band pit. Okay. Because there was nowhere out in the auditorium. I'm about to say, normally you're at the back, so you can actually yeah. get a proper or, sense or of what the sounds... Up. Yeah, or halfway up, up even, yeah. Halfway up in a little uh, booth or something. Yeah. And uh, so I'm down in the... the, the and the show starts. Hello, boys and girls, all this sort of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then this long stick came out from the side of the band pit. Right. And it sort of prodded me. So, and the chap was going into the head, my head, you see. Right, he said you're tapping your head. And, right. then, and then this beret came out on the end of the stick. 
beret? Well, they wanted me to put this beret on because the light was bouncing off my board <laughs> <laughs> and dazzling the people in the front row. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Really? So there you are with your beret, Hello, looking like a lower low. And um, finish that too. We ended up in Cardiff. Right. Okay. So there was only about three weeks left of it. Yeah. Uh, ended up in Cardiff. And um, so I go back to Plymouth again, and I think there we are, back to obscurity. Yeah. And uh, then the phone rang, and um, it was, uh, what's his name, you know, the the empresario, um, Levi Levine. Oh, what, is this a musician um, act? Gosh, the name suddenly from gone. From Danny LaRue's kind of... Well, yeah, he Ilk. was first Leisure Corporation. He okay. Had, he, he, for instance, funded Raise the Titanic. Okay. And famously said, Raise the Titanic, it would be cheaper to drain the Atlantic. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that chap, I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name. Okay. And um, <clears throat> he's on the phone, he said... Uh, now then, he said, uh, NACI rates, these are the unions. Mm. He said, NACI rates, blah, 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 blah. So I'll give you um, <clears throat> £100 a week plus subsistence. Okay. I said, you're joking. I mean, I, back then, technicians were so earning... What, what year are we talking about? Um, we're talking about 1979, 80. Okay, 79.80, right. And uh, so, I mean, technicians were basically 60 to 100 pounds a day. Okay. So I said, uh, very kind offer, but no thanks. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the best offer you'll get. Take it or leave it. And I thought, well, you know, I'm sorry, but anyway. Mm. And then he rang up again about a week later. Mm. He said, um, okay, we're prepared to offer you uh, 400 pounds a week plus subsistence. That's a bit of a difference, isn't it? Right. So he said, the, <clears throat> that's, you know, the artist's rate. Oh. I said, I'm, you know, really, I said, I, you know, I, I've got plenty of work on at the moment. And because um, this was six months. Yeah. So it was fixed, fixed term contract um, for six months, was it? When you, yeah. So, when you know, when you get self-employed. Yeah. And um, six, six months work, so very good. But, but it might not work for the next six months. No, exactly. And you've kind of you've got to think, well, in three months, I've got to be on my, on my toes and start looking for work. Yeah. yeah. And you try and juggle these contracts. So, you know, you, yeah. you get nine months a year anyway. Yeah. So um, I sort of said no. Yeah. And then uh, he phoned again a couple Did of days, days later. <laughs> First Leisure Corporation here. Could you come to our offices at the Victoria Palace Theatre? Uh, we got a very lucrative contract for you. And I walked in the room and I thought, I wonder what they're going to throw at me this time. Yeah. And this time it was £600. Wow. Which was a going rate, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it was a lot of work. It's hard work. £600 and subsistence. Yeah. So it was fixed, fixed term contract um, for six months, was it? When you, yeah. So, when, you know, when you get self-employed yeah. and um, six, six months' work, so very good. But, but it might not work for the next six months. No, exactly. And you've kind of you've got to think, well, in three months, I've got to be on my, on my toes and start looking for work. Yeah. yeah. And you try and juggle these contracts. So, you know, yeah. you, you get nine months a year anyway. Yeah. So um, I sort of said no. Yeah. 
And then uh, he phoned again a couple of days later. <laughs> First letter corporation here. Could you come to our offices at the Victoria Palace Theatre? Uh, we've got a very lucrative contract for you. Yeah. And I walked in the room and I thought, I wonder what they're going to throw at me this time. Yeah. And this time it was £600. Wow. Which was a going rate, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was a lot of work. It's hard work. £600 and subsistence. Okay. Which was made, it was which, it, it was a six month contract or was yeah, it, it was yeah. but it was more the going rate that you could That's it. live off of. That's right. Uh the proviso you do the first couple of weeks and if they think you're no good they'll replace you. So it's a risk. So yeah. it's a risk. Anyway. Um <clears throat> it is. Um anyway I walked in the office and I thought, Well what's what they're gonna throw at me? Yeah. And Danny Rue was sat there behind the desk with him, you yeah. see. <laughs> well, he was going to throw it in. Yeah. So I sort of walked over and he said, uh, he, Danny looked at me and said, well, Michael, I think we've got you quite a good package here. He's obviously overseen it. So I'm signing my signature like this, and pardon the language, but this is what he actually said. Oh. Michael, why do you never forget a nice arse? Oh, God. <laughs> 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 and that, I don't well, think you couldn't have ended up an, a, an antidote any better with that punchline. That was just like, yeah, that goes full circle back to your first encounter with him. That's it. That is-